0: Hello, and thank you for joining another Tell and Tune with TJ. I'm TJ, a.k.a. TJ Sachs, a.k.a. Terrence Kellogg, B.K.A. Elder Terrence Kellogg, also known as dad, brother, cousin, nephew, co-worker, brother Kellogg, if you caught the 7-minute message. We have this podcast here where I can share tales, original, some fictional, some non-fictional, share original music for anyone from inside of the womb. So you've been out of the womb for 100 plus years. This podcast will help you to relax, help you to center and help you to find a calm. For Some of us with depression, anxiety, issues like this. You just need a place to go to something to hold on to and relax to the tunes, tones and tales provided by TJ is going to be nourishment for your soul. I believe it because God blessed us with gifts. So this is courtesy of Jamil's hands where We're giving what's given the original music behind me speaking that you hear and my own take on the tales that I tell the fiction, nonfiction, poetry until and throughout the time when we actually have guests again, just trying to help you center and find a calm as a small disclaimer. No, I'm not a comedian, not by profession. But if you do laugh, hey, it's definitely appreciated. I'm not an entertainer. I'm not out for fortune and fame. But if you do like what you're hearing, it does. Put a smile on your face. Don't hesitate to communicate. Interface with us and let us know what you enjoyed about it also i'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist i'm not here to diagnose or say what might be wrong or out of place or anyone but i believe if you listen to this right now whether it was the name that got your attention the artwork the picture or maybe someone told you about this podcast whatever it is that got your attention I believe you're not here by mistake. And my hope and my prayer and belief is if you continue listening, give your feedback, suggestions that this podcast will bless you. So on Tales and tombs with TJ, courtesy of Jamil's hands, giving what's given. I would be remiss not to include or share the words we've all been given. So from the King James Version, I'd like to tell this tale my way. The story in the book of Acts goes kind of this way. In the book of Acts, this is after the first and second chapter, after Jesus had died, resurrected, and he was on the earth for so many days and he had ascended into heaven and he told the disciples to go into Galilee and wait and I will send the comforter. After those days when the Holy Ghost fell, there were many, many who were converted from whatever their belief, whatever their understanding of God's or religion was. They heard about Jesus Christ and they got saved. They received him and they also received the Holy Ghost, which is the precious gift of God that dwells on the inside. This is in Jerusalem during the time that they were under Roman Empire, Roman rule. Again, this is in the New Testament. So we're looking at that time frame after Jesus Christ had come and he had died. and He had already gone time Is different now from B.C. before Christ to A.D. So here we are under Roman Empire in Jerusalem in this in this time frame. And the apostles, their apostles, the disciples now name is our apostles. And so we've got Peter, who is in command, the chief apostle. And we've got 11 because, of course, we're missing Judas who took his life because he realized what he'd done when he betrayed Jesus. So the people have a great need because the church is growing. Those who believe their body is growing. So as they have physical need, you know, some people coming into the church don't have enough things at home or they're lacking or they're missing things. Peter and the the apostles said, we, we are here to tend to you to the word. But you need someone to tend to you the physical needs. So select out of your amongst yourself, you know, seven men who you feel are worthy and faithful to help to serve you in the way that you need to be served. And they chose seven men. One of them was Stephen. I'm pointing out one specific person because that takes us into our story today. Stephen being one of the first, what we will call deacons, ones who served to the physical need of the body of the church. He had to, he began, he had an opportunity where he preached or he told what he knew, his witness about coming into this faith and what he believes about Jesus and telling the story that Jesus Christ is the word of God, you know, that he is the one that, the god the father that they they're reading about him in the in the old testament but many didn't believe and it says here that as he spoke they were cut to the heart this is the seventh chapter of acts and they began to gnash on him with their teeth they were angry they're upset you know you get upset you clench your teeth together and you talk between your teeth and he being full of the holy ghost was able to see into heaven at that moment now many of us when we get in trouble we don't don't get a chance to see him to heaven well he he kept things right with God no matter what was going on around him and so they took him they cried with a loud voice and they took him out of the city and they stoned him they threw stones, boulders, rocks at him until he died and those who witnessed it, who saw it Took off their clothes. Well, not. You know, they didn't get naked, but they took off their outer cloak. You know, to to not restrict their arms from moving, and stoned him. He was talking about Jesus, preaching about Jesus. We don't do that around here. That's not. That's not allowed around here. You know, we stick to the Old Testament. We don't acknowledge Jesus for what as a way that you're doing it. And those that witnessed it lay down their clothes with their outer cloak at the feet of a young man whose name was Saul. Introduction to Saul, 8th chapter. Saul was consenting to his death. Agreeing that what happened should have happened. At that time there was a great persecution against the church that was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea, Samaria, except the apostles. Now, one thing to point out here in the scripture that's common knowledge to be understood is that Jesus did tell them to go ye out and preach the gospel, preach the good news about me into all the world. And it took this great persecution to cause the apostles, to cause the disciples, to cause the believers to actually go out and do the things that Jesus had commanded them to do. But this Saul character persecuting the church, persecuting the saints, and it was common in that time to be part of the Sanhedrin, which was like the Supreme Court, a governing body who believed in the, the older teachings of, of God or Yahweh in the old testament, and anyone saying anything or doing anything in opposition to that could be persecuted, could be tried, could be. And one thing that Saul definitely did do is go house to house to those in those area in Jerusalem and such who believed on Jesus, bring them out of drag them out of their home and cast them into prison and have them persecuted for what they believed in, what the, what they said. Now, this same person this same person's name came up in the ninth chapter the ninth chapter the tenth verse and there was a certain disciple at damascus named ananias so imagine being a disciple and to him the lord came in a vision and called out his name ananias imagine jesus calling out your name and you saying yes lord i'm here well you're a believer of course that's what you're going to say and Jesus said, Arise and go to a street that is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. He had seen in the vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. So Jesus is telling Ananias this Saul has had a vision or a dream of you, a man named Ananias laying hands on him that he might receive his sight. Okay, so he must have been struck blind. And Ananias answered, uh, Lord, hang on a second. I heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. So he's telling Jesus in this vision, I've heard about this guy who's persecuting your saints, your followers in Jerusalem. And here he has authority now from the chief priest to bind everybody who calls on your name. Now, imagine being that disciple, that follower, and you're hearing about someone persecuting the saints. Paul of Tarsus, you know, he was born a Jew, but he became a Roman Empire by his family based on how the government changed at that time if you were born in that area at that time or raised in that area at that time based on who the emperor was and all the, the changes that were going on at that time he was a Roman citizen though he was a Jew and so he had the authority and the citizenship to persecute the saints and he went about doing that and this is Ananias imagine being this guy I, I don't believe that I can do this he's but he's Imagine he's, he's a law officer He's a cop And he's going door to door Cuffing your saints Those your people who call on your name But Jesus said Go your way For he is a chosen vessel to me To bear my name before the Gentiles And kings And the children of Israel For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house that Jesus told him about, putting his hands on him. And Ananias said, Brother Saul, Paul's right there. Today's episode is when things flip. Sometimes things flip. You think it's one way. You think it's all understood a particular way. You think it should go a certain kind of way. And you think the way that you're acting and behaving and your mannerisms are honoring those that you stand for. But as it turns out, when things flip, how can you handle that situation? Sometime we buck. Sometime we get upset. We get complacent. We say, well, Lord, if you're going to show favor on that person, well, I may as well be out in the streets too, doing whatever I want to do. Well, the way you respond when things flip speaks to your character, who you are and is your walk with God real that when things change in front of you, you can still stay the course. Ananias said, brother Saul, he accepted him by his salutation. The Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee and the way that you came has sent me that you might receive sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Immediately when he laid hands and spoke to him, there fell from Saul's eyes as it had been scales and he received his sight right there and stood up. And he was baptized. And the scripture says that when he had received meat after he had something to eat, his belly was full, that he was strengthened. You know how you feel after you get some food to eat. It says, Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which are at Damascus, meaning that he stayed there for a while, no doubt receiving some education from them in the ways of how now to preach Jesus this call. In his life, things had switched. Things had flipped. Look at how he responded when Jesus spoke to him. Look at how things flipped for Ananias. Things changed for him. How could someone who was speaking so hard and breathing out threatenings at the saints and casting them into prison and getting them bound talking about Christ this same person is now on the squad this same person is now on the team and we also have some verses that they record Saul's his recounting his retelling of the story of what happened in the 22nd chapter he's giving his defense before the multitude saying that I want I want you to know who I am, and he spoke in the Hebrew tongue to them, his his own tongue, so they can understand him. He gave his testimony that he is a Jew, born in Tarsus, Sicilia, Italy. He he learned at the feet of Gamaliel, a very educated man, and he did things in a perfect manner according to the law. It says he was zealous toward God. God, you know, he had not understood or received the full understanding or accepted. Christ but he persecuted this way unto death binding and delivering into prisons both men and women so this is his testimony of what he had done and it said in the 6th verse of the 22nd chapter it came to pass that as I made my journey I was come nigh to Damascus about noon suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me and I fell to the ground and this is when Jesus spoke to him why do you persecute me I am Jesus of Nazareth who you persecute. And he said he was afraid. He gave his recount of the story of of what happened that day on his way to Damascus to do to to cast more into prison, to persecute more of the saints. And the 17th verse says, and it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. So this same Saul, this same person, born Jew, but persecuting those who received Christ, now is on board, now has a new calling, now has a new purpose, now has a new direction of his life, and he's walking that way. In your life, when you encounter someone who went through a flip. Who went through a change? Perhaps this used to be your bully in class. and next time you see them, they're talking about Jesus. How can you encounter them? Will you hold grudges from what happened in the past? Or are you able to accept the flip? Remember, it speaks to your character, how you handle when things flip. So if you're dealing with anxiety... Sadness. If you're dealing with depression, family issues, personal issues, mental issues, whatever, wherever. I believe these tales and tunes with me, TJ, will strengthen you in this moment and give you relaxation and replenishment so that after this moment, you'll be able to get up and move forward to be great. And be all of who God called you to be. Props to you. Good job. Thanks for listening. And if this has helped you or piqued your mind, please subscribe and share. These tales and tunes are brought to you by Jamil's Hands. Giving what's given. Stay strong. until the next moment.